Could it be that late? That's okay, Sarah. Sarah. You can blame me for it. I'm not going to be that late. All right, well, I might end up going to bed without you regardless. <gasps> means you have to take Gooby out. Yeah, I'm probably going to take her out anyways if you're not going to be back till 12. I'm not going to be back till... That's not going to be that late. That's how late it was the last time. Last time was, yeah. last, last time was a Friday wow. night, though. Well, was it? There yeah, we go. were just talking about that. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, last night was Friday, so... Oh, we'll okay. definitely not be that late. Yeah, I guess. I was wondering why you were out so late. I forgot it was a... Friday. Friday. Right. See you later tonight, Sarah. Oh. Bye, Sarah. <laughs> Bye, Sarah. I love you. Bye, Sarah. Hi. <laughs> feeling like a freak yeah. on a leash. Feeling like I have no release. Still, how many times do I get this place? Still, I can't hide from away this pain. This pain. Life's always gotta be messing with me. Still, which is always nice. Be free. Uh, no. You're not plugged in, Corey. Does Mike 3 sound okay? Mike 3 sounds perfect, actually. Oh, cool. Mike 2 doesn't? Mm. <laughs> it's really, it's really a user error. Oh, listen, we just got new mics. We yeah, did get we, new mics. We do have new microphones. Do they sound better? They do. They sound really. Well, I mean, right, it's cool. not really up to us. Hey, people at home, do they sound better? Yeah. Email I, us at dumbtrivia@gmail.com. Things are gonna be plugged. Uh, why wouldn't we plug our own show? I think they should sound better. It's a better mic. Why would we not plug our own show? That's true. I'm trying to think. Uh, how do I start this? I'm gonna start this, boys, with an amazing. Uh, tweet I found today. Yeah, one that I was um, waiting at a red light in Joyzy, and it came across my Twitter feed. And I was like, "Why were you on your phone when you were driving? And why did you pronounce it Joyzy? Well, is that a red light in Joyzy? Doesn't mean you take out your phone. Also, barely anyone from Jersey pronounces it like that. Yeah, I, like two different things hung up. One first off, Corey, my phone's always out because it's laying on top of my dash with the GPS going. Click it or ticket, Christian. That's a seatbelt. Shh, let him let, let him go with it. <laughs> You're right, Corey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, let me... Um, I told him. Oh, yeah, I know, yes. right? Ugh, smack Man. him down like the hand of God. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, and I can confirm this as a Catholic, okay? Mm-hmm. It's Catholic canon that in the Garden of... Geth- oh, my God. The place where Jesus prayed before he got crucified. That's okay. Ask Ryan. Ask Ryan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in Ask Ryan, uh, Jesus Christ saw every sin committed by human beings, which means that he watched a guy blasting rope to Waluigi hentai and still decide to sacrifice himself for humanity. Yeah. Absolute legend. Well, it's like, it, it, it goes off of that line that uh, if you don't sin, even just a little bit, Jesus Christ died for nothing. So blast your rope to Waluigi hentai. Um. <laughs> Well, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Mm-hmm. You can do, and then you can get the ones with Waluigi and Warrior. So it's like, wow, Waluigi. Are we doing the after show now, or the yeah, yeah, yeah this is a, uh, after this show? Is, uh, this welcome, is the after show. Welcome to um, welcome to Dumb Trivia After Show Part Two, where the questions are non-existent and one host isn't as dumb. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm confused. Yeah. What, what did I do wrong? Yeah, I don't. You guys looked like I like messed yeah. something up. I was like, did I did, did I call it the podcast? No, I thought I thought uh, I thought um, I was leading this again. So that's where I was like, yeah. Oh, you, I mean, you, I was just you kind of wet farted Andres' oh, whole sorry. thing. No, I wouldn't call it wet fart. Wet fart is when he um, is when Christian uh, answers your trivia questions without without uh, letting you answers. answer or like or without letting you uh, finish the entire question. I've only wet farted one of your questions. You always just when you see the look on my face, you're like, I'm done. Well, here's the here's <laughs> the, here's <laughs> the well here's the. <laughs> I've I've noticed that you've wet farted co- at least one of Corey's questions pretty much 
every episode. I think he does it himself. I think God. It's it's almost like Corey just eat a bunch of like tacos, and God comes in his ear, and he's like, "Corey, if you fart, it'll come out." And Corey's like, "I'm gonna do it anyway," and that's essentially what happens. Is like I I get that look on my face, and Corey's like, he knows the answer. Instead of being like a good sport, he just gets all mad and goes, "Hmm." What? <laughs> Did you know all my analogies? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. This is your time to shine, kid. Okay, thank okay, you. Go ahead. Re- all right. re- okay. re- rewind. All right. All right. I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> your haircut looks nice, buddy. Oh, no, thank nice. you. Yeah. I think uh, on that note, I think this is the first time I've gotten a haircut since the show started. And it looked like yeah. it. Dumb, dumb fact for a dumb trivia show. Dumb fact for a dumb trivia show. <laughs> Andres looks like a little naughty schoolboy now. Sure. Just use your imagination. So if Gianna ever listens to it, she'll have that image. Yeah. His girlfriend won't listen to our show. Neither will yours. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay with them not listening to, our, to uh, the show because that means this is more our time. That's true. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Dumb Trivia After Show. Hello. Where your where your hosts try to become less dumb. Ooh, yeah. I'm Andres, and I'm here with my co-hosts. It's Andres, it's Christian and Christian. Corey. Hey, oh, yeah, Corey, awesome, oh, Andres and Corey. <laughs> you missed the whole well, time uh, I was doing. Yeah, like, no, no. Okay, okay. how can we not hear you? We're two feet away from you. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll sample and we'll and we'll uh, we'll consider using it for the theme. What consider? What? Weren't, weren't you just basically like, just like humming a theme or something? Or were... No, see, oh, you were just like, we're two feet away from your hearse. You know, I was going like, yeah, like crowd in the background. Keep going, cheering. Oh, yeah. He's throwing me off real. I know. Yeah. <laughs> my fault. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He does that. All right. Either way, great to be with both of you <laughs> on, this fine, on this fine evening. Uh, today's topic that we shall be discussing comes from the inaugural episode of Dumb Trivia, Crockin' House. Oh. Which we learned is German is the German word for hospital. Yes, I think we also need to say shout out to our one listener in Germany who's been consistent. Yeah, Frankfurt. yeah, in Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Yeah. <laughs> um. So if you're you're listener in Frankfurt, Germany, like reach out to us. Like I kind of want to say hi to you. Yeah, Please. that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, da. yeah, yeah. But yes, as we learned, uh, Krankenhaus is the German word for hospital, which you're going to need if you find yourself on the business end of today's topic. We're talking about trap guns today. Hey, hey! Yeah. which uh, which comes from my uh, final question on uh, on uh, episode one of Dumb Trivia. So, uh, like I said, we're going to talk about trap guns, and uh, surprisingly, there were a lot of guns that were made specifically for trapping animals, or as we shall learn later, um, they were uh, that uh, there were guns that were made specifically to uh, stop intruders from your house coming into your house. Uh, what else we're we going to talk about? We might talk about. Uh, or we might get a little bit more into uh, the animal trap that I mentioned, James, the one created by James A. Williams, maybe. Okay. Um, if it's if we're yeah, we'll see how we're doing on time. So is that so? Are any of these like the traps that you have Corey and I in right now? The ones like around our legs with like the saw blades that are spinning? Somebody call for help. Please. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So yeah. this is gonna be those are different. See, uh, going off of what the Joker said in the Dark Knight, there there are no guns in these traps. So the ones that you guys are in are a little bit more personal right now. Do you want to know how I got these episodes of Dumb Trivia? <laughs> Speaking of Kronkenhaus and Frankfurt, I want to go to Oktoberfest. Yeah, that does. We're a little late there, bud. Yeah. All right. Well, letting him finish his yeah his intro. You don't want to go to you don't want to go to Oktoberfest. 
What did I miss here? I do want to go. You to missed the tra- you missed the transition when Corey wanted to start talking about. Uh... Oh, no, he's talking a little late, as in like time. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. Like, October, like, Oh yeah, well yeah, I, I got that from him, but I think he was still hung up on the fact that we didn't change that. Right. That we changed. You topics. saw where I was going. Yes, I did. Thank you. Yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank that you. Was a mess. Uh, that's a, that's okay. So uh, that that's what we're talking about on today's episode. Um, as always, feel free to put your two cents in. I'd I'd love to know exactly what you guys are thinking. So with that, let's talk about some trap guns. Okay. All right. So uh, the origin of trap guns stems from the need of people needing to either hunt animals or protect their property. Uh, Many of the first trap guns that were made were basically a rifle fixed to two posts with its trigger rigged to fire via what is essentially a trap wire. Uh, The earliest design that I found in one of my sources uh, shows a drawing made in 1743 by a James Esham, an official of the Hudson's Bay Company, which presents a trap gun uh, which is basi- that is basically a flintlock rifle fixed to two posts as well as a line where one end is tied to the trigger and the other end is tied to a piece of bait that has been placed downrange from the rifle. So this is really good once. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, once being that, you know, you're probably only attaching, like, a small piece of bait on the other end of that oh, no, on mean, string. It's and a, fl- yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a flintlock. It's a single-shot gun. But also, like, aren't flintlocks notoriously just inaccurate, too? Uh, yeah. Because it was pre-rifling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but in my, from what I've gathered, you, in, as long as you're not making that string any longer than 50 yards, you should... You should be able to hit okay. whatever you're pointing at. I was going to say you could just use like a blunderbuss type thing, but I guess you don't want to come downstairs and see your like cabinets obliterated because it's a spray of pellets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That I would agree with. You just come, you just come downstairs and uh, it's just like there's just like blood, a bunch of like mangled meat, and like wood splinters just everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And that's when they first created Cheerios. <laughs> All those wood splinters landed in a bowl. Wow, that really lowers your cholesterol. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Oh, man. It's not how the credit Cheerios. is. Yeah, I know. That's okay, a, I want to yeah. make sure you know. <laughs> I, I sure hope I know. That's how, is, that, is that how they made Cheerios or no? no corn, I'm confused. Corn flakes, corn flakes were originally created as an anti-masturbation device. Yeah, like graham crackers. Were graham crackers the same boat? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, they thought the bland foods wouldn't make you horny. Huh. Yeah. So They were wrong. What? Yeah. Sorry. So what? Uh, sh- like, I eat matzo every day, and I'm yeah. still just firing sure. off twice a day. <laughs> shifting, back to, <laughs> shifting back to trap guns, so... <laughs> Yeah, the flintlock, latest and greatest technology in the or in the 1700s. So that's re- so single shot rifle is really all you got. But also, given that uh, the Europeans came to North America pretty much for pretty much for in, like uh, economic purposes, so mm-hmm. they were basically like so they were basically like sending a bunch of hunters to find furs of different animals. Wouldn't be uncommon to for hunters to have a uh, an extra rifle or two laying around because back in that era, that's how you got around the single shot issue was that you just especially if you were hunting bigger game you were just you just carry multiple rifles with you so if you were like a bad shot like your son who was with you had to carry like 10 not even oh probably but also not even a bad shot if you're hunting a bear you know you probably want you probably want to uh probably not want to risk your life on one shot and one shot only that's fair or you just don't be a little girl and you fight the bear with a knife black attack brown get down wait good night I mean, yeah, all all valid points, all valid points. So, uh, not so given the design, not not a terrible uh, version 1.0. Yeah, but uh, wasn't it wasn't very practical seeing that uh, seeing that uh, 
pretty much uh, behind politicians, the next biggest uh, enemy that guns have is rust. So <laughs> you really can't. <laughs> that is yeah. true. <laughs> oh, you guys never heard that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you can't really leave. A, you can't really leave this trap uh, just like outside in wet conditions. Yeah. For hours on end. Also, um, anyone who happen, any person who happens to find the trap in this setup, uh, just got themselves a new to them gun via the five finger discount. I'm just picturing some poor starving beggar child walking through the woods and finding this hunk of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my lucky day. Me, me and my little sister get to eat tonight. I got a hunk of. <laughs> and then the people who in the house can eat tonight. Wow. Hmm. The kid. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. They eat the kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see where you went there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You sick bastard. Oddly enough, that's how they feed all the kids at uh, Jason's orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> all the kids not yeah. named Jason, they just eat them. Yeah. So, uh, what do you do with ver- what do you do with version one when uh, it's got a bunch of drawbacks? Make version two. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, version two essentially is, uh, for lack of a better term, a sawed-off seventy-eight caliber rifle. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. Uh, Stay, stay with me here. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm so, with you. So, picture like basically like a flintlock rifle with uh, its barrel chopped off and its buttstock chopped off. Hence, hence the name sawed off. Yeah, but so it's a tube. Yeah, kind of. It's just a, a tube, a trigger, and an action. <laughs> okay, but what? But where was I? So it had a co- it had a few improvements. Uh, first, uh, the buttstock, the buttstock, or what was left of it. Uh, was altered so the gun could be fixed to a post or any other okay. object, and the gun could be fired by pulling on a wire that runs through the stock. Okay, so a little more, a little more like on board, like a little more. Uh, it, it, you have to, yeah, a little more, a little more intuitive, involved. yeah, a yeah. little bit more intuitive, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what else was there? Uh, what else was there? Uh, other variations of uh, of traps of that were set up in this configuration also included uh the guns being encased in wood to protect them from the weather and from and that was kind of the what is it basically like the apex of of guns just being uh or of trap guns just basically looking like sawed off rifles yeah from there we start to shift to gun to trap guns that are specially made oh my god so they had people being like oh yes i got finished my um fifth uh murder I don't even know how to joke I was going for. You people out there yeah, making yeah. specialized trap guns. Yes, people are making specialized trap guns. That's wild. Yeah, I know, right? That's wild. So instead so instead of a sawed off rifle, basically what you have is a barrel, the and the action of the gun, as well as a probably either like a tripod or just like a stake that they could just drive into the ground so the gun would stay upright. Sounds it sounds like they're just making pistols. Yeah, kind of. I think <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I think there was. Uh, I think there were a few models that I came across in my research that actually uh, that you could actually pick up and basically use as pistols. That's weird. Yeah, but the uh, the next latest and greatest in their design was actually the trigger mechanism because the trigger uh, basically had this wire that would extend out in front of uh, the muzzle of the gun. And that end of the wire that extended out in front of the muzzle of the gun had a hook in it, mm-hmm. so you could attach bait to it. So when the bait was pulled, the trigger would go. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Oh, so it'd have to be a reverse trigger, though. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly how they uh, how they would like reconfigure it if you just like picked it up and wanted to use it like yeah. a traditional gun. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely that was uh, that's the new latest and greatest in. Uh, 
huh. in uh, home trap defense. guns. Yeah, well, home defense we'll get to. That's that's <laughs> a different category. We're just talking about animals right now. Um, one of them that the one of them that was pretty much like the pinnacle of like commercially successful trap guns was called the Sure Shot Trap Gun. Uh, which it appears to have distinguished itself in the market by being intended for any sized animal. Uh, one advertisement stated, and I quote, no animal is too small or too large, weasel or grizzly bear, it gets them all. Yeah, sure shot, TM. <laughs> They're really yeah, making a... exactly. What dumbass out there had to try the grizzly bear one? Right? Oh, like, imagine oh, that orangey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, Jedi, you just got to stand over there. I'm like, you mean over here, boss? Yeah. And you stand right there. You put, you put the sure shot right there. Yeah. You, when that grizzly bear comes around, we're going to see. And Jedi went home that night because sure shot is pretty fucking good one shot. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because it's sure shot. Exactly. Also happens to be the sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Don't lie to our listeners. Not <laughs> funny. Not funny. Yeah. But uh, one of uh, canceled. Are you a huge cunt? Us too. Wait, can we even say cunt? Of course. It's empowering these days. Cunt, 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 cunt. I'm Ange Ballastone, a.k.a. the drag queen, that girl Gina. And I'm Mike Fails, just a normal gay guy, I guess. And we're the hosts of The Big Cunty Couch, a gorgeous new talk show podcast where we invite queers and peers to sit, bitch, and be fierce on a huge-ass couch. While we gab about all things gay. So come get cozy. And cunty. With us. We're pan for platforms, so find us anywhere online and get listening, sweetie. Or watching. Or both. Otherwise, why the hell am I into full drag? And we'll see you on The Big Cunty... Oh, wait. I thought we were going to say that together. No. On the big cutty couch. Mwah. Sure. Don't be ripping off John Mulaney. We're better than that. We turned down SNL. We did? Sure, we did. We did. Okay. We actually gave it, um, that's why That's why Sarah squirms on SNL, because they wanted us, and we're like, no, we want this angry Jewish lady who sprays fake poop everywhere to be on SNL. Wait, what? Sarah Squirm. That's like her thing. It's like gross out comedy. I don't know who that oh, is. Oh, really? I've sent you yeah, so he much sent, of her stuff he sent and us always talk about disliking her. Oh, the Jewish one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that, re- that really narrows it down. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sarah. Corey, the Jewish comedian from LA. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. I know them. But yeah. yeah. We all talk. Yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> a once a once yearly meeting of the great minds. Of the Jews. Yeah. But uh, so one issue that I have with the. Uh, the sure shot trap gun is that it says from weasel to grizzly bear, which we learned in the last episode of the after show that uh, we need those weasels to uh, fight off the cockatrice. That's true. And yeah. and grizzly bears, they're not scavengers. So why would they be out here looking for dead meat? Oh, uh, yeah, that's they're true. hunters. Sure shot. Get your shit together. Yeah. Um, More like sure shit. Yeah. Got them. But uh, <laughs> they're rolling over in their grave. Probably. But uh, so. surprisingly enough, back in 1917, you could pick up one of these for three dollars and eighty-five cents each, or you could buy a dozen of them for forty-two. No, that's a deal. <laughs> that is <laughs> a deal, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yeah, right. I guess it, it's like it's like that's I guess so you're really you're really advertising to either somebody who's like a really big hunter or just has like a really big plot of land that they want to defend. I guess you should really need one because it gets the job done. Sure shot. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I guess you know. Yeah, they're saying yeah. only one. Mm, yeah. Like it's not that good. The uh, the one bummer postage cost extra. Ah, uh, yeah, right. You e- never even, get the free shipping. Yeah, even it's an extra two cents. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, pro- it's probably more if you're buying uh yeah. buying them by the dozen. We're gonna weigh down those horses. Yeah. Free shipping should be a must for everything. 
build it into the cost of the product. Ye old, yeah. what are you talking about? Ye old Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Amazon Primeth? Yeah. 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 Give me, yeah. Get, get, give me that, uh, that two year uh, delivery. Two years. Two year delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Free so, yeah, that's a uh, delivery. So, yeah, uh, it was a messy road, but we, we got there. That was That's trap guns. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, next thing is, uh, is the burglar alarm trap gun. Same basic concept, but a little bit different. For one thing, it's uh, it's a little smaller, so it can be intended for use inside the home. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really like the sure shot one that I described to you. That was probably like I don't know, a, I think like a foot, foot and a half long, somewhere around there. So, are we still talking flintlock stuff right now? Uh, we no, we've moved we've moved on to like uh, self contained rounds. Yeah, at least for sure shot, I think it was self contained. Maybe percussion cap because year. Uh, the sure shot that I, sh- that I talked about with, that was like 1917, oh, at least yeah. that the advertisement was. So they yeah, that's probably metallic. Yeah. Uh, we're moving back a little bit with the burglar alarm trap guns, probably back to like the, I think just after the civil war. So like late 1800s and they got percussion at the end of the civil war, didn't they? Around. During. Yeah. During. That's during, what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, uh, one of the, uh, caveats actually for the burglar alarm trap guns was that you didn't have to load the gun with ammo. You, if you really wanted to, all you had to do was just put in the percussion cap, so that way it would make the noise. Oh, it was a legit uh, burglar alarm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's and that, actually pretty smart. Yeah. yeah, but if you, but some models, I think actually from from what I remember, pretty much every model you could actually it came with a barrel or two. So if you really wanted to, if you were really paranoid, you could load some powder and some shot in there to to actually shoot somebody. Honestly, if I was breaking into a house and that was the noise I heard, the gunshot going off, that'd be yeah. enough. I'd be yeah. out. Well, it's like uh, it's like. Bill Burr said, if you're not expecting anything, and even if you just get shot, even with something as mundane as a BB gun, you got to go agree. back outside and regroup. I do. I I, I, I don't agree with a lot of uh, stuff I hear from comedians, but I agree with that one. Yeah. If I shot you the BB gun right now, you'd lose your mind. You'd be a Christian. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Fib, fibs factor. What? Fibs factor. Fibs factor? Fuck, fuck I'm being shot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get that at all. Where did that come from? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was good. Thanks. Yeah. Was that, was no, that, that's, not, that's not original. I was going to okay. say, was that a core? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah. so uh, basically these burglar alarm trap guns um, were basically just like a three-inch barrel. They included a hammer and a trigger mechanism, but the one thing that was unique for them was that they basically included like a screw on part of on part of the gun, so that way you could basically just bore it into your uh, door frame or your wall. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right? They thought of everything back then. Yeah, they, they did. really did. Except for they germs. They really did. Except for germs. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't quite figure that one out. No. Nope. Yeah. Or women. Or women. Yeah. Sure. Andre's like, dude, I still don't get them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> a what now? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I, I was dating a pretty man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right, but yeah, um, and also these things were pretty were pretty small. Um, one of the larger models that I found um was pretty measured rough dimensions, like one inch by two inches. Mm-hmm. So if you're so chances are good if you're a thief that just wants to like walk in real quick, grab something and go and leave the house. Chances are good you're not going to see this when it's rigged up to like somebody's door, or somebody window, somebody's window. Not until it happens to you the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're always going to be looking for that. You're going to be going in your own house thinking it's in there. Yeah, right? Yeah. So uh, what else was there? Um, lastly, there uh, for the burglar alarm trap, gun- trap guns, uh, there was one that uh, that struck a uh, very striking resemblance to uh, the one that James A. Williams patented uh, back in 1882 uh, that was actually called the chicken thief gun. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it was pretty much uh, the same basic concept where it was a uh, pistol uh, attached to a suitable frame. Uh, this one this one was made uh, earlier than uh, Williams' design, so it's a flintlock pistol, but it included a couple of uh, design features. Uh, first, a uh, basically a C-clamp, you know, one of those, ju- just like one of those clamps that uh, you turn the screw in it uh, and you can attach it to stuff, was included in the grip of the pistol, so you could okay. attach it to different stuff. Wow. And then I, there was only one picture from the source that I used, so I really couldn't see it. Uh, the second feature was that there was a ring on the right side of the barrel, which would allow the gun to swivel when it was attached to a post. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Innovative. Do you, do, yeah. You know, do you know what the C and the C clamp stands for? Clamp. Clamp? Clamp. Yeah. 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 Clamp, clamp. Yeah. Kind of like a Jeb Bush. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, <laughs> do you know what a C-47 is? Do you not know what Jeb stands for? Do you know what Jeb stands for in the Jeb Bush? Jeb. A John Ellis Bush. So when you call him Jeb Bush, it's John Ellis Bush Bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. What is the C-47? Close pin. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they call them on film sets. Yeah, is that is is that is like an in joke kind of like when you get when you get the new guy on the uh, no, no that's the technical term. Yeah, C forty sevens. Thought it was like when you get like the new guy in the mecha- in, in the mechanic shop. Okay, we need you to change that uh, headlight fluid. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it's not a joke. It's real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last thing about these burglar alarm guns, they've become sort of a collector's item. Uh, one double-barreled burglar alarm uh, designed by George Pratt uh, was estimated to go to. 300 or to be sold between 300 and 500 dollars at auction that's not that much i yeah. thought there'd be more yeah well there was another one by uh scarce s coon that is estimated to go between 750 and 800 okay yeah but again you know you can't i mean it's i'll take it yeah yeah right sold all right so that's uh that's the burglar alarm trap guns now we're getting into uh the last thing um so I'm sure uh, you guys feel like I've been holding out on you uh, thus far in this episode. I always feel like you're holding out on us. Oh, you know. Um, yeah. The sexual just tension a, ju- in here. Yeah, just a little bit. Because um, uh, really, because I, I know, for as, for as interesting as trap guns and burglar alarm trap guns are, I haven't really given you that earth-shattering uh, truth is stranger than fiction moment like I did with the uh, the rooster laying an egg mm-hmm. in you know, the last true, episode. That's true, he hasn't. So uh, that is why I am calling uh, this episode of the After Show my Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Our last topic is about the coffin torpedo. What? Yeah. Is this exactly what it sounds like it is? It is. That is. It is exactly what it, what it sounds like. You're right. You have been holding out on us. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Let's yeah. hear this. So uh, before we get to the coffin torpedo, I'd uh, like to uh, thank one of our listeners, actually. Nate, who was a former coworker of mine, actually brought this to my attention. Um, I actually, if I remember correctly, he did go to school for uh, to be a mortician, if I remember correctly. Nice. Yeah, wow. yeah. He has a. That's I don't, an interesting career. Couldn't yeah. do it. Props to you, Nate. Yeah, yeah. Is that I, what he does now? No, I don't think so. Oh. Yeah. Quiet career. Yeah, real quiet. Well, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. But he, I've seen horror movies. VHS ninety four had a really good. Uh, mortician coffin sequence if you have shutter vhs 94 it's on shutter nate thanks right. for listening yeah nate thank you uh <laughs> thank you for bringing this for my attention and wait uh, is he a listener or is he just bringing this to your attention both hey thanks, thanks, nate. yeah because <laughs> when he when he told me about this he actually texted me and saying that he was uh halfway into episode three nate why are you only on episode three well that or was this a while ago this was a while ago uh, so so after yeah. episode three came out he's, I, yeah, I take he's, it back he's a great yeah. listener yeah but nate thanks you uh, thank you for listening and for supporting our show so uh now on to the coffin torpedo yeah so uh, we're so we're still in relatively the same time period, uh, late 1800s. Uh, the coffin torpedo is a uh, what I what I've described as a rather interesting byproduct of the rise of medical research. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but part of the reason why the whole concept and practice of surgery exists is because of warfare. Yeah. Like, people get injured in mass, and people are just cut. People are... Cut like, limbs. Yeah. Or uh, what I was going for was, like, doctors pretty much are coming yeah. up with, like, new and innovative ways to... Uh, to keep people alive from some not so serious injuries, or even some, or even some more serious injuries. Like tampons were a World War One bullet wound pluggers. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Huh. Yeah. So uh, that being said, after uh, after the American Civil War, uh, medical schools proliferated in the United States, uh, according to a traffic of dead bodies, anatomy, and embodied social identity in 19th century America. The number of medical schools in America doubled. From 1865 to 1890. Okay. So, I mean, which is kind of nice to see. You want to, you, you know. If, if, you, kinda, if you don't want to die. Yeah, pretty much. Losers. Yeah, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, if you want to basically uh, treat that wound that you got from a, uh, from a splinter, you know. Be pretty nice to know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Tell us about this coffin torpedo. Yeah, yeah. A uh, couple more things. So. I want to know now. We're getting there. Okay. So, the. School medical schools uh, be, uh, became so, uh, so abundant that essentially it created a black market demand for cadavers. Oh, I know all about it. Yeah, uh, for the uninformed here, cadavers are basically just uh, dead bodies that are used that are uh, studied for medical purposes, and it got to such a it, it got to such a demand that people were basically murdered and then sold to medical schools. Really good movie with Simon Pegg and Andy Serkis called Burke and Hare. Yeah. Oh, was that the whole was that kind of like the whole like uh background story for it? Was that yeah. was that people were getting murdered to be sold to uh, medical schools? Two Scottish serial killers who were doing that, who were like originally grave robbers and were like, "Oh, we get paid more money for fresher corpses." Mm. Really good movie. Yeah. So uh so right now it's uh right now in late 1800s America, probably not a bad idea to invest in one of these uh burglar alarm trap guns. I'm, I'm just like trying in my head. I'm try, I'm piecing together the coffin torpedo and the burglar yeah, yeah. trap gun. Yeah, yeah. So we're so uh, we're getting there. Um, lastly, uh, the most prolific uh, corpse that was ever liberated from a uh, from a graveyard was uh, a John Scott Harrison, son of President William Henry Harrison <laughs> and father of President Benjamin Harrison. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's actually Wait. stole his body after he died. What? Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Who the fuck is President Benjamin Harrison? You don't know about Benjamin Harrison? You don't or, know about Benjamin Harrison? He's uh I'm pretty sure he was the president that was uh between Grover Cleveland's uh terms. I Stop me if I'm wrong. I don't think so. All right, hang on. <laughs> I don't think there was a Benjamin Harrison. <laughs> How do you not know about Benjamin Harrison? Shut up, Corey. <laughs> I don't want to, I could be wrong. I just never Yeah, heard he was of, the 23rd US president. What a dumb name. Oh, so we had a grandfather grandson kind of thing. Yeah, kind. Yeah, kind of. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, I, I was wrong. It was yeah, what I silly me, silly you. I yeah, you be, had me worried there for a second. I, I'm like, did I really mess this up this bad? I'm trying in my in my head. I'm singing that Nickelodeon President's Day song. Oh always, yeah, yeah, yeah. First name Millard. Why'd you name a character that? Yeah. You know the one? No. William Howard Taft had a belly up yeah. to here. Dun, 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 yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. You it don't was, remember? It was that? like yeah. it was like basically all of like it was what just like it? a uh, yeah. It was like um, it was like all cards of like their like uh, official Faces, portraits. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's every president we had so far. Yeah, that's every single one. It's in my head at least once a month. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, yeah. You gotta look I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah. But yeah, any but yeah. Anyway, they uh, they found uh, John Scott Harrison's body later at the Ohio Medical College. 
So, <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody stole his body and uh, sold it to uh, the Ohio Medical College. Yeah. So, to prevent people from stealing corpses, a man named Philip K. Clover designed the coffin torpedo, which was patented in 1878. Patent number 208,607-2 was intended, and I quote, to prevent the unauthorized resurrection of dead bodies. <laughs> Did they open the fucking coffin and get shot? That is exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly it. Basically, it was basically it was like it was uh, you know kind of like you know how like those uh, those like uh, tubes that uh, people use at gender reveal parties where you twist them and then like the powder shoots out and yeah. then and then he started a, a wildfire in South Carolina. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those ones. So so basically that's that was his invention. It was essentially like a charge and like a shotgun uh, or shotgun shot in this tube that was ri- that was rigged to fire anytime somebody opened a co- opened the lid of the coffin. That's amazing. And the twist in it, then you could then sell that person's body to a, a medical school. Uh, yeah. Reverse card them. Yeah. Yeah. Or actually, even actually even better. This is why, and this is why, uh, this is probably why schools still teach us how to work in groups. Uh, you you get one guy who uh, you just have open the coffin That's first, true. and then that way the rest of you can sell two bodies to the medical colleges. Nice, yeah. Good God, I wow. didn't. Yeah, you, yeah. You were holding out on us. I didn't think that's yeah. where I was gonna yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, but uh, we're not done yet. Uh, give me a second here. There's uh, more. There is more. There is another design that was created by Thomas N. Howell, who patented, patented the Grave Torpedo <laughs> in 1881. Uh, the Grave Torpedo worked less like a torpedo and uh, more like a landmine. Uh, basically, Howell's device... That's funnier. I know, right? <laughs> so basically, Howell's, what, Howell's uh, device was basically this explosive that you would bury underground on top of the coffin. So anytime somebody tried to unbury the coffin and they hit the grave torpedo, the grave torpedo would explode. <laughs> That's amazing. It's an yeah. un, a very unneeded solution. Yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. Um, I found an advertisement for the Howl uh, <laughs> grave torpedo that read, and I quote, sleep, w- sleep well, sweet angel, let no fears of ghouls disturb thy rest, for above thy shrouded form lies a torpedo, ready to make mincemeat of anyone who wants to convey you to the pickling vat. That's amazing. I know, that right? the greatest advertising. They don't make yeah. them like that anymore. Do you me a favor? Yeah. I want that on a when shirt. When I go, yeah. I want one of those on my grave. You want a grave torpedo? Yeah. I yeah. want that on a shirt. I think we'd be like dumb trivia and then just that advertisement. And people are like, oh, this is a dumb trivia. I'm like, yeah, it blows up fucking grave robbers. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's so, fantastic. Yeah. So uh, that is my spiel on uh, trap guns. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, so before before we uh, before we sign off here, let's uh, let's go over what we learned today. Okay. So uh, before ADT, Simply Safe, and Nest were options to secure your home <laughs> for burglars or pests, there were guns. Nice. Yeah. Um, also, continuing from uh, from the first episode, people are still kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, you know you know what I can do to help myself sleep better at night? Rig a gun to my doors and windows. <laughs> Uh, you know how I can hunt more animals? Rig a gun, rig a gun to some bait, and you know I, you know how I can make a quick buck? Sell a dead body to a medical school. Sell two, sell two. Yeah, yeah. after that uh, torpedo. Yeah. Uh, on that note, uh, definitely do your research before stealing a corpse. Uh, maybe bring a landmine detector of some kind just okay. to just to help you find those grave torpedoes. And uh, I touched on this earlier. Get yourself the equivalent of an unnamed red shirt character for your crew and let them be the one to open the coffin. I guess so, Andres. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, uh, what else is there? Uh, Dr. Frankenstein quite literally dodged a bullet by stealing a corpse from a grave <laughs> that was not rigged with a coffin torpedo. <laughs> I like that. Or yeah. a grave torpedo, for that matter. That's good. Yeah. Um, dodged a bullet. Uh, what else? Lastly, or... Yeah, lastly, uh, firearms are no joke and should be handled with the utmost care. <laughs> Unlike our dumb trivia pistol, which we handle willy-nilly and goes off yeah, pretty easily. Yeah, Thank you, Andres. Yeah. Uh, you guys have anything to add before we uh, before I do sign-offs here? I love the coffin torpedo. Yeah, yeah. me too. I want one. Yeah. yeah. Like, just to own. Yeah. I don't know how much they're going for, but, uh, you know. And then you, you can we'll bring your, and then you can bring your high school bully over and be like, hey, I got this to, like, make up for all the times you called me fat and wanted to put me in a locker. But you go, the locker's too small. Hi, everyone laugh at Christian. Huh? I'm like, open this box. Open the box. You'll be like, what's in the box? I'm like, open the fucking box. And he opens it and just boom. It's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Do you need, <laughs> do you need a hug? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know I know how you feel. We, we could all use a hug. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Corey, you got anything else, Dad? That was fantastic. All right, cool. So, uh, and and with that, that's the end of episode two of the Dumb Trivia After Show. Woo! Took us a little, took us a little bit of time to get there, but we definitely got there. Uh, sources in this episode includes United States Patent Office, American Society of Arms Collectors, Atlas Obscura, Rock Island uh, Auction Company, Ohio History Central, and Cowan's Auctions. You're having too much fun with this. I love auctions. Yeah. Uh, to keep up with regular and irregular happenings concerning our podcast, you can follow Dumb Trivia on Instagram Artists at like dumb that. underscore trivia. Yeah. Send us a listener submitted question of the week via email to <laughs> dumbtrivia at gmail.com. Uh, if you can, put your uh, name, put the name of the host you wish to have read your question in the subject line of the email, whether it be Corey, Christian, or Andres. You can also send us your general questions, comments, and suggestions to dumbtrivia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, April. Uh, anyway. Uh, Facebook. We got a Facebook. Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did get a Facebook. I totally yeah. forgot about that. Uh, just find, just, just uh, Dumb Trivia. Yeah, just search for Dumb Trivia on Facebook. You'll be able to find us there. We're there. Same great logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same great logo. Same great picture of all of us with... Uh, the giant, with the giant chicken and Charlie. Is that our cover photo? I yeah. believe so. Did I do it right? Yeah. Yeah. Very right, cool. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, for the uninformed, all advertisements on Dumb Trivia and the Dumb Trivia After Show are satirical in nature, many of which are made up off the cuff at the time of recording. Any persons, products, or companies mentioned in these advertisements are not officially affiliated with Dumb Trivia. Not yet. That being said, any companies that wish to sponsor episodes of Dumb Trivia or the Dumb Trivia After Show, please send us your inquiries to dumbtrivia at gmail.com. Christian. You, yes. can be fa- you can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Crimbus Rimbus. Aye. And uh, also, are we still pushing your album? Yeah, uh, untilthevoid.bandcamp.com. A yeah. little spooky, little creepy. I also would like to say, yes, I missed it, but happy belated birthday to my cousin. Uh, she just turned 18. And oh, apparently happy she birthday. Listens. What's she, her name? Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to put it out there. Okay. What's her first letter? And M. M? Yeah. Happy birthday, M. Happy M. birthday, M. She uh, thought, um, she saw me in the last podcast of the left shirt I own, and she thought that was our podcast. And she's like, I listened to them, but you weren't on that episode. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's the most popular podcast on like, Spotify. I'm like, it's not, it's not. Me. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. We're this is only. Soon. Yeah, this is only, this is a what? Accumulatively going to be our what? Ninth, ninth tenth or tenth. Ep- yeah. yeah, ninth or tenth episode. So we're. We're we're trending upward, and that's all that matters. Yes. All right. So everyone check out Corey, uh, or the everyone check out Christian on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and uh, check out his album Corey. Ah. Now it's round to you. You can be found on Instagram at Corey W zero nine nine. That's me. All right, and you can find me on Instagram at There's No Way This Apple Last. But it will. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
Uh, so this has been episode two of the Dumb Trivia After Show. Corey, Christian, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Uh, we shall you. all come together once again for episode three. So Corey, take us home. Roll the outro. Yeah. yeah. It's Dumb Trivia, where the questions are dumb and the hosts are dumber. It's Dumb Trivia. You'll probably learn a lot of things you didn't want to discover. You don't win anything, but that's all right. You can look down on your buddies with your bragging rights. Hang with Corey, on Grace, and Christian, too. They're best friends, now they're friends with you. Knowing nothing is the only criteria. Come on, it's dumb trivia.